If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Dan Gilbazan, and you're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Jazz here, and I am so digging the GeekCast Radio Network. Cliff Jumper, commence countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Now, Toycast. Oh, yes. Listening to the only toy podcast you will ever need. Hello and welcome to Toycast. This is episode 167. I'm, of course, JFJR Mike. And this week we are talking about customs and altered targets and all kinds of weird stuff. And I got my buddy here, Steve Megatron, to talk about the customizations he's doing here in 2023. Hello, sir. Hello. Hello. Yeah, 2023 and me can... 2023 mm. <laughs> uh, is already getting the boot. <laughs> yeah, 2023 has been not a lot of fun. Not a lot of fun at all. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we're here. You have been... Last time we talked, we talked about you starting on your journey into customizing your ultimate beast Megatron and then life happened and things happened and whatever else. But you are here to talk about your customizations. What has changed since the last episode that we talked about this? Well, I've gotten quite a few more other figures since then. (laughs) Yes, you have. Um, I don't think I had Transmetal Transart Rat Trap at the time. No, you didn't. Uh, beautiful figure. The chrome work on that thing is just stellar. Uh, some of the the orange that they decided to add is a little odd. Like they could have gone a little bit more chrome with it, but they didn't. Uh, and then uh, his backpack is like monstrous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but uh, he's still shorter than Kingdom Dinobot. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing because the rat trap's supposed to be shorter, but yeah, 
Um, no, I, I really love the figure. That's that's been one of my uh, one of my favorite. Like I don't know, Transart has done really well with their masterpieces. The only thing I don't particularly care for is the fact that their Megatron Transmetal. I, I really like the figure, and I get they're trying to go with the masterpiece scale of of Takara and mm. scale up from that. In which case, optimal should be a lot bigger, which everybody argued like four inches taller. Uh, yeah. But but this uh, this Megatron is still dwarfing over Transmetal Optimus Primal when they're about the same size. Mm. And yeah. uh, but it, it's kind of funny just how some of the stuff scales. Uh, honestly, with it, uh, I, I still wouldn't trade any of them. I I really like all of the figures; they're really nice. Um. I, I did get uh, Legacy Tarantulas and Inferno. Very cool, very cool. And Megatron. But Megatron has been a piece of work since I got it. <laughs> uh, let me preface that with, I had it and the upgrade face ordered simultaneously, and I got the upgrade face like probably a week after I got the figure. And I've been working on repainting this sucker since I got it because it is, I, I, I try not to knock Hasbro too much. Cause like, I know we're dealing with a budget. We're dealing with different stuff in, in that realm. What I don't understand is they did so well, so stinking well on all their legacy and kingdom beast wars characters. Right. Except for like a couple, like Rhinox's face is kind of goofy on the the Kingdom one, and <laughs> uh, Scorponox kind of weirdly proportioned, and his claws don't actually stay hinged in; like they fall off constantly. Yeah. Uh, but this this Megatron, uh, there's a couple of little gripes with it, like the head's too small. In general, like the whole. Like the figure, I don't have a problem with the proportions of the figure. It's the arm, like the dragon head uh, arm, and then yes. the, the dragon tail. They're not big enough. Like they're not bulky enough. Like the rest of it is bulky, is like decent enough. But I think if those were a little bit bulkier, I think it would out. It, it would weigh out the disproportionateness of the rest of the figure. Uh, right. In addition to the fact that the colors are all wrong and. The face sculpt, they went with some, like, the Gigatron uh, or Robots in Disguise Megatron face for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't understand. And I don't even think Hasbro, Evan, or any of them, Ben, or whatever from the marketing team, I don't think they've ever said why. Is it? Did they ever give well, a reason why they went with Gigatron? They went with a more stylistic thing. They tried to say that they went with what the original figure to some of their aesthetics and went with a stylistic look mm-hmm. and uh, to try and balance it out or something. And I, uh, most fans agree that it's the ugliest stinking face. Uh, yeah. In addition to the fact that, like I said, the dragon arm and tail are so scrawny. Like his beat, like his robot mode head should have been a little, like the kingdom Megatron's head is bigger. Mm. And that's part of the issue. The other part is, like I said, the face is all goofy and DNA design. And we, we talked about this on like all things transformers. I think 
they had uh, they had created their own version of the the upgrade kit. Like they add, you know, uh, a hand that has a finger that points. You know, so you can swap that out. You can add two more uh, length pieces to the dragon tail. You can swap out the face with three different faces, and uh, they replace that um, kind of orangey, translucent uh, head shell with a red one. And while it's all good and dandy there, and they they had the the judge's uh, hairpiece, the faces were still wrong (laughs) that they were replacing them with. Like, weren't fully painted. They were silver instead of the proper colors. So, like, the the one that I found, which is, like, two-thirds the cost of the full kit at the other one, looks exactly like beast wars megatron like it has the iris in there has the colors it you know it just matches it's slightly smaller than the filling area of it and you have to do some modding where you have to cut stuff which is a little jarring when you're trying to reassemble it because it doesn't want to (laughs) (laughs) um but the the interesting thing with it is it makes a world of difference having that other face in there. And like, I saw the guys from like the, the transmissions discord server there, you know, they, they showed a picture of it and I was like, yep, it, it definitely makes a world of difference. Yeah, it does. Like if you choose not to repaint it, just changing the face alone is enough. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, okay, so I'm definitely justified in doing this. And then I get it. And I'm like, but the colors just, really really irritate me <laughs> uh and, and it's because it just looks cheap like people are like oh the the reds on it look great the purples like the shading yes i agree the shading looks nice it's like the wings i can't stand the wings like they're i, I don't like the look of it uh so i started with the wings i started painting it gold and then i started painting like the sides of the feet gold and the you know, all the little pillars that stick out that are supposed to be gold or gold. And then I painted stuff that was supposed to be black, black, you know, on the legs. And yeah. then it, you know, I did the chest piece, you know, and then I started snowballing from there after I got the wings done and all that. And I was like, you know, I have this glossy red. It's like red flake metallic is what it's called in right. uh, the testers paint. And I had first used it on tarantulas, like transmetal tarantulas. I used it on his legs and his um and his spider legs and robot legs and his arms on all the red stuff and it made it made him pop like it just made him shinier made him get that transmetal look without you know spending a fortune to get the actual transmetal uh tra- uh masterpiece that apparently is still stuck in limbo uh <laughs> but but yeah i mean so i tested it on that originally and i just had it sitting in my cabinet because I have like 20 different paints sitting in there now at this point. So uh, I started in a little inconspicuous spot on Megatron on the bottom of his foot. And I was like, okay, it it definitely makes a difference in the color. And it, it gives it that kind of blood red, deep red color that he should have. And then it I started working so my way up one leg. <laughs> yep. And then I was like, I took a picture and I was like, what do you think? And they're like, oh yeah, definitely better. And I showed my kids and they're like, oh yeah, that looks great. And so then I started messing with the other leg and then I painted the arm and then I started painting the chest. And uh, now I have to finish the dragon arm and I have to paint the the back and the wings and the, the head portion and with that red. But uh, otherwise 
it's coming along really nicely, and it looks like a poor man's masterpiece. Like the figure, sh- yes. Like the figure <laughs> should have looked to begin with. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, so I'm I'm super excited with how this thing's coming out so far. Uh, uh, like I've even been covering colors that weren't supposed to be in certain areas. Like his chest has a little bit of purple kind of bleeding through, but it's not completely purple like it was. And so I started filling that in. I started filling the arms in. Uh, I'm going to be a little careful with like the dragon head in the tail, because I know that that definitely had some purple on it on the original. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be a little more careful there uh, with the amount that I put on it. Like it'll, it'll it basically, it's going to shine like a transmetal when it's done. Like the thing is super glossy and I won't even have to spray it with clear coat, which is the, <laughs> the awesome part. Um, Cause it's like a red, but it enhances the color that's underneath too. So it's, yeah, it's it's you're not glitterizing it. That's not the right word. It's not glitter, but like you said, it's red metal flake and it's paint and it's a paint that is going to, like you said, shine through and show the true colors of the character model from the animation. And I, I how it's coming out though, like I am totally pleased with it. Does it look just like that that uh, winged dragon? Transmetal uh, masterpiece that I did have at one point, no, <laughs> and it's not going to. Yeah. Uh, and while I did really like that figure, it was too blasted big. <laughs> like I don't, and, and maybe maybe this is something Hasbro will eventually do. You know, with the Beast, the Rise of the Beast movie coming out with, um you know, kingdom and, and various beast wars figures coming out in legacy now that they didn't get through kingdom. Maybe they'll end up doing a studio series. 96. <laughs> you never know. They're doing no, a studio. No. Series 86. I, I know. No. I, and then yeah. doing them in accurate colors and doing mm-hmm. them in accurate designs, you know, according to the, the CGI model, instead of doing these visualized reinterpretations, yeah, because I mean, some of them it would just require a retool. Like you know, uh, Inferno would be a retool. This Megatron would be a retool. You know, uh, Ares or Tigatron, Rhinox, Dinobot, Cheetor—they'd all be kind of a retool, but yeah. they would get more of an accurate look. And they could honestly make them the same scale, and it would be like a poor man's masterpiece, like without having to make a masterpiece figure. Cause we all know how well masterpiece goes over with beast wars. Like they stopped making them after, uh, they came out with Tigatron and, uh, yeah. And he was one of the smaller ones, wasn't he? Well, uh, funny thing is, is black arachne is the smallest one. Mm-hmm. And then Cheetor is the next, the next size up. And then, and then, uh, Tigatron and, uh, Dinobot are actually about on par with each other. Primal's actually between those guys and Cheetor. And then Beast Megatron is like the top dog. Yeah. And those cost like three, $400. Like who can afford that for like a, an authentic masterpiece? Yeah. I, I mean, I could buy the, the knockoff uh, Beast Megatron masterpiece for $109 if I had $109, but I could, I have the kingdom one and it's in there's aspects of the kingdom one. I like better than the, the masterpiece, but 
there's something to be said for having the masterpiece, which matches the show model. Um, yeah. But, you know, I mean, I'm not a, like a huge stickler on it because like some of the characters I don't care enough. Yeah. I'm never going to transform them. As long as their beast, their robot mode looks close enough, I'm pretty much fine with it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but overall, like, I, I wonder if they'll eventually do a Studio Series 96 with getting closer to, you know, I, I wonder if they'll do it around the time of, you know, after the first Rise of the Beast movie or, uh, or, or when we're getting closer to that 30th anniversary. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I would, one would think. Of course, one would one think. Is, I know they've completely abandoned Beast Machines. Well, I mean, the toys were a travesty. There's really, no, there's all, there's a huge room for improvement there. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Really, the only thing that any of us really want from Beast Machines is cloak Megatron. Oh yeah, like, heck that's, yeah, that's all if we really somebody want. Made, if somebody came out with a cloak add-on. Mm-hmm. For uh, Legacy Beast Megatron, mm. I'd get it in a heartbeat. Yeah, like I would, I would modify my figure if that's what I needed to do to get that thing to. Because I'm sure what it would require is popping the head off mm-hmm. with the dragon tail. Yep, and then having the other head on it so that you could have the cloak part portion of it go over it. Or what they would do is have it so it like clicks onto the figure and it just completely covers the original figure up. Because mm. really all it is is like, you know, it's supposed to be his wing, you know, his wings folding over and then there's that portion at the top that kind of dangles. Yeah, but, it's the, the, the harness. Yeah, the harness. So, I mean, um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I, I, that's the one figure I wish I could get my hands on if there ever was one. And I've seen people do customs of it and they're all like decent for what they're trying to do, but they just, they just look terrible. (laughs) Um, and I think like, and I've seen people customize this legacy Megatron and kind of shine him up and, you know, do stuff to him. Uh, somebody else repainted the, uh, the dragon mode to look like beast machines, Megatron when he came out of his harness. Oh yes, and I've yes, seen that yes. picture, and that was that was cool. Yeah, uh, I'm not going for that aesthetic. I'm just going for Beast Wars aesthetic. But if somebody came out with a harness for the same figure, I would probably pick up a second one. Yep, and just be. to do it, like so that I could yeah. have two. Because like yeah. I have the the cloaked version from Beast Machines, like the original figure, and it's stupid ugly. Like it just there's nothing beautiful about that figure. Yeah, I this is why I I like when we get to anniversaries and things like that, like you mentioned Studio Series ninety six or whatever. And maybe they've abandoned Beast Machines for now, but once you know, twenty twenty nine rolls around, that's a thirtieth anniversary for Beast Machines and who knows? It 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 could happen. You never know. Uh, for me, if I wanted anything from Beast Machines, it would just be the head, head Megatron. Oh, you're and, saying the giant floating head? Uh huh. Uh-huh. The well, they had flo- two versions of that. Funny enough, one that actually transformed to a robot mode Megatron, mm-hmm. 
and that that had the little spider legs on the bottom. There was another one that I saw on, uh, it was like Toy Arena or something with Aaron Archer and uh, Proto Man mm-hmm. uh, when they were talking about Beast Machines and Trans Tech and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, and there was an unproduced Beast Wars Megatron or Beast Machines Megatron head like that turned to the ship in the head mm-hmm. and, you know, had the thrusters underneath and everything. And it was going to be an ultra class and be, uh, uh, electronic. Mm. See, that's what I want is basically you have the, the thrusters underneath, you have electronics, but the electronics are just like this. Excellent. I would want his voice in that and, Basically, the only thing I would want him the, the one if I could have any saying in a in a giant beast machine's head Megatron would be, let's cut through the signal noise, shall we? Of course, that's from when you know um, uh, weak component when Rat Trap goes and you got noisemakers. I want noisemakers. You know, so, but yeah, I I don't know. But yeah, I'm glad that you're having fun doing the the red flake, and it you know, it, like everyone is telling you, it it's coming out pretty damn good. It's it, damn near show accurate to the point of holy crap! Like Hasbro, hire this guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I'm not that good, but I've seen guys that are better at it. But uh, and it would probably be a lot better if I actually like cleaned the figure, like fully scrubbed him down, and then took him apart. Right. But it terrifies me to do so. <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah. Well, because if I screw it up, that's that's it. If I can't reassemble it, yep. So I have painted over it. But the the sad part is, is the gold and the silver when I use it. Mm-hmm. Um, under certain circumstances, like it didn't fully dry. So it like, it will rub off <laughs> in certain circumstances, but, uh, yeah, the, I think the only way to fix that would be like spray paint. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. But that's not huge. Like if I were to take the, the wings off and, and do it that way, but yeah, it's, it, it it's pretty cool. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, what else do we want to talk about with your customs? Well, the the process of color matching. <laughs> oh boy, is, is fun. Uh, I I tend to pull up a stock animation model on the screen, like on my monitor on my computer when I do it. Um, right in addition to like just watching it. Right. Uh, but I, I get, I, I've seen people use different paints and do different prep stuff and different, you know, things to them. Uh, I still think the best way of doing it is, and I've seen people do this is taking them apart. They yeah. give them like a, um, it's like a paint thinner alcohol type water, uh, mixture that they kind of sprinkle it around in that kind of allows some of the paint to come off and then they kind of scrub it down and then uh, clean them with like a dish soap type thing. And then they, 
then they can paint them after it dries. And what they usually do is they get these little sticks that they puncture into wood or styrofoam of some kind and then have it hold the piece. And then they do like a spray paint, which yeah. is like like a, a primer that allows it to adhere properly. Yeah, it's all kind of like pre-treating things and and getting things ready for the actual paint, which is good because that way, like you're saying, it'll... Um, well, it's durable. Yeah. Which, you know, I haven't tested some of mine to know. Uh, I've <laughs> the, the ones I've used the, the spray paint for, though, it's mm-hmm. been pretty durable. Uh, but what it required was um, I used, like, the Kryolan Fusion paint, which has the paint primer built in, and it's supposed to, like, stick to any surface. Uh, so, like, my Grimlock, I did that with. Right. Because I've never, like, I've, I've gotten model paint before that's white, and it never sticks to stuff. It's never, it's never the right, it's like either too thick, too thin. It's never the right consistency and it doesn't stick. And it's got this weird off color. Whereas when I used the, the spray paint on them, it, those areas looked fine. And I think those were the areas that didn't flake. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, that's good that they didn't flake. But the, uh, the other problem with doing like spray paint figure like that. Mm-hmm. Is it makes them stiff as a board? Oh, if yeah. you don't take them apart, and I yeah. learned that with the uh, with Grimlock and with the uh, the Megatron custom that was made out of the Galvatron, right? Which is still kind of in a state of limbo because I've kind of hit a point where um, there's there's elements that technically should be redesigned by well, somebody that knows how with 3D printing skills, and I don't have those. Yeah, that would not. Yeah, hmm. there's portions of it because, like, I've looked at other figures and I'm like, yeah, I could have retooled this one and it would have worked better. I could have retooled this one and it worked better, but the overall shape and you know build that I was going for, the Galvatron hmm. seemed to fit that, hmm. at least at the time. Yeah, and now you're not so sure. Well, no, I'm. I'm. Well, I've seen better figures come out since then too, but. Um, like the J axis. Yeah. Uh, that one's pretty nice, but it doesn't like when it transforms, it would look kind of goofy and the arms are off. Like, I think I could make the legs work and part of the chest. It's the, it would definitely be kit bashing. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I'm fine with how it came out. I think I just needed a replacement chest that, you know, pop the pin of the old one and pop the new one on. Right. Yeah. Um, and then something that allowed his feet instead of to kind of swivel to the side, but would allow them to um, fold completely flat, basically. So that he could transform. But that's neither here nor there. It's I'm still happy with part of how it came out. I still wish I could figure out the shoulders and kind of build the shoulder pad portion and remove the ones that are built in on Galvatron. Mm. but I don't know how to do that. And so it's just kind of sitting and waiting at this point until I can figure that out. Yeah. But at least the beast wars figures, I can pretty much modify color in it. That's all I need to worry about. Yeah. Well, now that you have Inferno and tarantulas and all the season one bots, you know, you, you, you've got your collection at this point. Yep. And, the, the funny thing is, is I know that in the pipe, 
uh, at least from Hasbro, they have a uh, their first Fusor coming in Legacy uh, either late this or early next year. And it's Silverbolt. Of course it is. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? I'll be interested to see how that turns out. I don't yeah. know if I'll really care enough. Right. Because like I'm more of the... Uh, like I like the Season 1 characters, but I like their Transmetals. So I'll be interested to see if they go in any more Transmetals. Uh, I like Quick Strike, but he was always too small as a toy. Yeah. And of course, I like uh, Rampage and uh, Depth Charge, but I don't need giant bots. <laughs> you don't Nor need, do I have room for them. You don't need a giant Manta Ray and a giant uh, Fiddler Crab. Although I may end up with a, a Depth Charge um, <laughs> at some point. My my son has one. Uh, very cool. Very and cool. He doesn't. He's at the point now where he's not sure if he really cares anymore and doesn't know if he wants it. Oh, wow. That's so I crazy. may eventually buy it off him. <laughs> <laughs> Save me the trouble of hunting it down. There you go. Yeah. And I got the tail from somebody else. Somebody else, I, I got the... Uh, they had one from the universe version, which was like the dark, dark blue, like inverted colors version. And uh, uh, for the universe release. And it was missing the tail sword. And somebody 3D printed like three of them for me. Oh, cool. That so that so Ian cool. could have it when he got it. Because I was like, how can I get this figure instead of paying $90? <laughs> so he bought it for like 35 And I got the tail for like 5 Oh, that's The other thing he doesn't good, have yeah. are the, the spitting discs or the, the Stingray. Stingray missiles? Yeah, the, the, the gun and the missiles. Yeah. But it, honestly, like that kind of stuff, it's not imperative to the beast mode so it doesn't matter yeah it, I, I have the tail and that's that's kind of the main point there yeah I never understood why a fish wanted to spit CDs out of its mouth I we always called them pizzas <laughs> yeah well you said discs and they look like discs and I'm like why is he spitting old music technology out of his mouth Oh, boy. So what else are you looking forward to for this year, for part of this year, the beginning part of 2023 in toys? I'm looking forward to seeing what some of the rest of the legacy figures look like. Uh, I know that they're getting into some of the Unicron trilogy. I know they're getting into some of uh, Prime. I know they're getting into some uh, just other comic variations of people. Uh, so I'm I'm kind of hoping that we get uh, more show accurate content when they get it. Uh, I would love for them to do a version of my beast Megatron that I've been trying to make Mm -hmm. like an actual version of that pre dawn beast Megatron. Yes. Without, without the body armor. Yeah. Cause they did that with like uh, Cybertron, Cybertron defense scattershot. Mm. and I don't care for that figure. Although I did try and get my hands on it <laughs> when <laughs> BotCon was around originally. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it was, uh, I, th- I think I bid up to 130 and I think it sold at 150 and the thing goes for like two grand now. Oh 
Oh, oh my! Isn't heart. that painful? Oh, ow! Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, oh, I was like, why couldn't I have gotten two? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kept one sold the other. Yep. That's like, and I don't want the figure back. It's fine, but it just shocks me. So. 2008 BotCon, I paid somebody for the entire set, which includes all the the extras. I think it was like three extra, like the, the, the show floor figure things. And Shattered Glass Rodimus was one of those extra add-on things. At the time in 2008, when I was still working and had a you know decent paying job and whatever else, I paid like 800 bucks shipped. For the entire five-figure box set, plus the three other figures, whatever else. Over the last four years, I've gone on to eBay and just looked up Transformers BotCon 2008 Shattered Glass Rodimus. He is being asked for anywhere from $1,500 to $1,700. For, and it's just a deluxe Rodimus repainted in i mean that's all it there's the only thing new on that figure is the fact that he has a goatee like but oh man Whew, and i get it it's botcon it's an exclusive and whatever else but yikes come on that, I, I i know you can get the uh the transmetal three dragon mm-hmm. megatron that's what they, three that's what that's what they dubbed it it's it's because they had that prequel story that you know, wow. Galavar became Megatron, and right, right, and right. Uh, um, he uh, gave him and the other guys beast modes. So That's he he true. had a dragon, which was actually the Gigatron, like the uh, uh, robots in disguise Megatron, where it has like the six changer or whatever. Right. Yeah. So he he turns into that, but they gave him a new head sculpt, and then gave him the red red and gold paint job from Beast Wars. And so it's it's I, I saw that botcon version of the figure, and it goes for three hundred dollars on eBay, which that's not terrible by comparison. Oh my god! Still yeah, too that's... rich for my blood, but yeah, I like especially when you can get knockoff trans art, trans metal, uh, masterpiece figures for anywhere from like sixty to one thirty. <laughs> so, just wait. What? Why are they? Oh, still. <sighs> so I. Just out of sheer curiosity, I was looking up Rodimus, and the only actual listing for the actual figure from that BotCon year is still listed as pre-owned $1,499.95. However, somebody is selling the uh, Transformers Fans Project Shadow Sky, there's Sky the Shattered Glass, BotCon, Rodimus G1, the, 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 the Fans Project kit, for $400, and then, I don't understand this, 
Somebody is trying to sell the just the box from 2008 BotCon for a hundred bucks, and some idiot will buy it. Not me, but I'm like, I, well, wait, there was a time what? when when Kingdom first came out, people uh-huh. were selling boxes, like literally selling boxes on eBay of toys, like Beast Wars of G1 uh-huh. of yeah. everything, and it's like. I don't know about you, but I don't save the boxes. Like they they need to be freed from their plastic prison and put on display. Cause if you're just going to leave them in the box, what's the point of having them? I could just have a picture of them printed and put on a collage in my wall. True. Like there's really no point in having the figure if you're not going to have it out and you're not going to actually like, put your physical hands on the figure, then what's the point of having it? Yeah, that's true. Cause like I, I, I periodically move around the shelf. I periodically like reposition them. I'll play with the kids. <laughs> yeah. Where I get to do all the voices. So, and they love it. Yeah. They're like, Oh, do the voice. And then like, I usually put them in a, a really stupid scenario. <laughs> like the the beast megatron kingdom or whatever when he first came out i had him like uh like the dinosaur head doing one thing where it's like running around barfing <laughs> yeah and and he's but megatron's yelling at the dinosaur head to stop doing that <laughs> and the kids thought it was hilarious that is hilarious but it was barfing you know like just you know yeah. uh, all the preds and the, the maximals are running from him and stuff. So the, the boys thought it was funny. Cause you know, it's like the equivalent of a fart joke without being a fart joke. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so, yeah. So, I mean, I, I would do goofy stuff like that and, or I'd have the battle of the Megatrons because I have G2. I have multiple versions of beast wars, Megatron beast machines, Megatron. Um, my kids each have, you know, one has a Cyberverse Megatron. One has a uh, uh, core class kingdom Megatron. Uh, or well, or I have all the rat traps. <laughs> yep. So we'll have a you know a rat trap throwdown. <laughs> uh, is our be- punching bag because he falls apart is everybody's, anyway. Yeah, Scorponok is everybody's punching bag. I I'm not gonna lie, Scorponok is probably the worst Beast Wars figure out of Kingdom. Like I, he looks. I mean, he looks all right. And mind you, I'm like picking it up off my shelf. It, he's one is short and stubby. If they would have made his legs longer, I think it would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, the other gripe I have is his, uh, claw shells because they're not made very well. Mm-hmm. They don't stay on the, uh, the pegs on the wrist. So when you yeah. go to open it, you have to be really careful because, uh, they fall off. Oh God. And it's, it's, harder than you would imagine to get them on and to stay on. And they don't stay on very well. So I, that was my other gripe with the the figure. So I, I honestly hate this toy. (laughs) (laughs) And then like the, the kingdom Cheetor was the only other one I hated. I thought Uh, that was a good figure. Finally, it was good. But the 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 beast head was made of really really thin plastic. So if you transformed it, it would break tabs. And I did not want to try and toy with that. 
And yeah, I, I, I had the that. first version of it before they came out with the Netflix one with the proper colors. Oh, um, right. Yep. And it, it, you know, the other one looked like play school blue <laughs> and, uh, I repainted it and then I, I painted where it should have been, uh, gold. And then I turned around and flipped it. And I think when I got rid of it, I think I sold it for like 70 bucks. That's awesome. Yeah. With, and that was just with minor painting and, yep. uh, somebody was like, Oh yeah, I'll take it. You know, and they bought it and everything. And then, um, uh, and then I, I bought, uh, the 10th anniversary Cheetor mm. with it and, uh, transmetal rat trap. <laughs> Right, right. With yeah. what I sold it for. And I was like, oh, okay. So I flipped that. And then uh, the Cheetor, I repainted him to be show accurate. And then I eventually gave it to my son. And then I got Masterpiece. <laughs> Knock off at least. But Yeah, very cool. Very cool. But All yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I, the, I still have the one original <laughs> Iguanas. <laughs> Yep. They're and redoing then, him this year, aren't they? Uh it's a reissue. Oh. Okay. It's the same figure. I, yeah. I mine is in mint condition and it's twenty five years old. <laughs> yeah. There's not there's not a lick of paint missing off of him. Like he's He's perfect. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with the figure. Like the Yeah. And, and that's and I guess that's a testament to building quality back then and now. Uh, one, his wrists and his elbows are all in ball joints. The the wrist doesn't swivel, you know, but based on how it transforms, uh, the beast mode head opens and closes. The, you know, it covers up the robot mode and it's a flip transform. It's one of those easy ones with the springs in the back yep. and, uh, and the spring is still in great condition. The, the gun is, you know, still attaches to the bottom. It's, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm quite surprised how well the thing has held up over the years, especially because I think when I played with it as a kid, it was a punching bag figure. Like most of my bad guys were punching bags, except for Megatron, who happened to take down everybody. Yep. Except for Primal. <laughs> <laughs> like even when I played, awesome. played with my brothers, that was the that was the name of the game. Everybody else goes down against Megatron. Not 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 until it hits primal. Yep. That's because he's so optimal. Yes, he's so optimal. That's right. Uh, yeah. I still like that trans uh trans art transmetal optimal. That figures Yeah. Probably one of my favorites. I, I loved when he got that face sculpt in the show. Cause it threw back it was like a throwback to the uh season one. Mm-hmm. I yep. hated the season two face. <laughs> I was like why has it got gorilla face? It's like, I don't want gorilla face. <sighs> but funny. yeah, I don't know. I, I've been having fun rewatching beast wars and beast machines this last week. So it's, it's <laughs> been interesting. Yeah. I got to go back and do another rewatch of beast machines just for the hell of it. I'm currently starting in season two. Oh, cool. Or so middle of season two, actually. Mm. Um, it's after Silverbolt's revival. Yep. Brooding, brooding Silverbolt. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. He, he, he is the Dark Knight of Cybertron. Yep. 
It, that's why there was an episode called In Darkest Night. In Darkest Night, yep. Yep. I'm just glad there wasn't one called In Brightest Day. <laughs> and then there's a guy that turns green. Uh-huh. Yeah. And glows and runs yeah. through the city, you know. And yep. He he makes constructs out of his hands. They would have got they would have had a lawsuit for sure. Oh, absolutely. Well, that and they—it wouldn't have made sense with the. Show. Why is this green superhero showing up, and why does he look like Daffy Duck? Well, that's sorry. <laughs> right. I when I was watching the the video with Aaron Archer, he was talking about the toys and you know the concepts for Transtech, mm-hmm. and uh, said because Beast Machines did so poorly because Transtech was supposed to be round out be the, the trilogy. Next, yeah, it was be, supposed to be the next thing. Yeah, uh, they said because Beast Machines did so terribly, they didn't even. They were like, yeah, probably not. Yeah, the, yeah, they. And they're like, it. and they're like, what Fun Pub did with it? They were like, was totally not what was supposed to happen. Uh, yeah. And I guess all of the Transtech figures were supposed to be electronic. Oh, that would have been so cool. And they were, you know, like they were doing evolutions and evolutions of stuff. They're like, but then when we get straight so far away from, you know, like Cheetor being a cheetah, they, he says they were slowly trying to get back to uh, 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 robot forms like uh, and vehicles and away yeah. from the beasts. Like yeah. they were trying to transition away from it, like gradually. Well, and it was just too jarring, I guess. They, and the thing was, they were reviving because it was going to be a continuation. They were reviving Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. you know from the Allspark from, and then and yeah. then they weren't sure which version of Megatron was going to be there if it was Beast Wars or Beast or um, G1 or G1 yeah. uh, but they were going to have Shockwave and Starscream and uh, for the the Autobot Maximal side or whatever they were going to have they were basically Autobots mm. uh, they were going to have Cheetor uh, Silverbolt and Nightscream and there was no mention of the other uh, I think Black Arachnia was going to get a new form too but Rat Trap was missing Rhinox, and, yeah. and Rhinox was gone. Uh, so I, I, I'm saying out of the ones that were left at the end of season two of Beast Machines, but yeah, uh, but yeah. So they they made a prototype of only two of the figures, and that was Cheetor and Starscream. Yeah, uh, Starscream because obviously it was a G1 character revived, and then uh, yeah. Cheetor, Cheetor because, because Cheetor. It's Cheetor. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know what, Aaron Archer was the designer. He was the man behind that stuff and that's fine. And that's oh, he had nothing to do with trans tech. No, no, no. Okay. But I'm saying like he worked for Hasbro. He was somebody who was in on these things at the time, even though, yes, he didn't have anything to do with trans tech. Like my thing is where he's like, Oh, fun pub. That isn't the way we were going to go with it. I, what's the easiest way for Cheetor to, become trans tech in an homage for a botcon figure take animated blur and cheetor him up and that and was that, actually a really good idea absolutely it was at 100% absolutely and they did it again somebody did a custom of the IDW blur uh mm-hmm. speed force figure that just came out yep and did it as cheetor and oh that would be so cool and I saw it on, I think I saw it on TFW and I, just some of the stuff these guys on TFW come up with is just amazing. Yeah, it uh, is. Somebody retooled J-Axis as uh, pre-Beast Optimus Primal. Oh, wow. And they took the head from the 10th anniversary deluxe figure mm-hmm. 
the the one that turned to a like kind of a cybernetic gorilla. Yeah, you know, to kind of technically what Transmetal Mega or uh, Transmetal Optimus Primal should have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like Transmetal Megatron should have technically been that 10th anniversary deluxe figure. I was kind of sad they did them as deluxes back then. Uh, yeah. They should have at least been a Mega, but uh, I that's a Megatron that I kind of wish I never got rid of. Like the Primal, I don't really care, but the Megatron kind of. I mean, it was kind of a crappy figure all, all the way around. Because <laughs> uh, he had like a three-finger prong, one, ha- one hand that held his tail, and then he had the dinosaur head on the other arm, but... Yeah, uh, it was kind of a weird mesh. I I don't particularly liked it, which is why I got rid of it. But I kind of wish I would have kept all of the Beast Wars Megatrons that I've had over the years. Um, but uh, nevertheless, the uh, that primal from that that set, they popped the head off of it and put it on J Axis's body, and then repainted it with the black and blue, and a little bit of red here and there. And it looked pretty stellar. I was I was quite impressed with what they did with the mold. So he was a primal that transformed into uh, into a jet, and it just it just looked spectacular. I, I'm surprised nobody's tried it with any of the modern figures with uh, the pre beast Megatron, but or some of the other characters. But I've seen a lot of people try and use masterpiece Megatron's head on a Emperor Zerg body. Oh my god. And surprisingly, it looks pretty close as far as the proportions and as far as the, you know, the shoulder pads and the arms and the legs, like the shapes. Like I've seen people do this and it looks it looks pretty good. It but it doesn't transform, so it kind of takes the point of yeah, the takes, whole thing away, yeah. which is why I was trying to you know, undertake that endeavor which I hope to get back to at some point. Um mm. but my life has changed drastically, so I, I will get back to it eventually. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to bring up? No, I think I'm just waiting to see what else 2023 brings as far as figures. I, I mean, I know that TransArt's coming out with a ton of new masterpiece, which I will not be partaking in because they're huge. Um, and they're not exactly my favorite characters. Okay. I mean, if they were if they were like Voyager size, I probably would, but right. They're going to be like 8 to 10 to 12 inches and I'm like, yeah, I'm uh, not I don't have that space. Otherwise, yeah. I would have kept the big old dragon, but I think I said this on an, on an all things Transformers at the time whenever last year they were doing, I forget whichever one it was, that Dragon Megatron that was on display. You know which one I'm talking about. He, it was a it was a statue where it was him just yep. like yep. in this pose of just being stuck to the planet or the ship or the whatever. Like that's the that's the Megatron I want. But I think it was just a a display piece. It wasn't. I don't think it was for sale or anything because I haven't seen it anywhere else. So. All right, folks, we're going to go to a quick ad break and all that good stuff, and we'll come back to close the show after this. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause, and Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 
91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What was that universal greeting again? Never mind. I remember. Ba-weep, grana. Weep. Nini Bong. Hey guys, it's Rodimus Primal, and be sure to check out my YouTube channel. Join me as I have Transformers discussions, retrospectives, toy reviews, and more. You can also follow me on Twitter at Rodimus Primal, as well as Facebook and Instagram at Rodimus Primal Show. Transform and roll out, and be sure to check out my content till all are one. Last big party of the summer, folks. Let's go out with a bang. One of the primary themes of ToyCast is that we focus on times past. We are who we are today because of the nostalgic memories and experiences from our childhood. Obviously, we wouldn't be doing this podcast if it weren't for the toys that make us so addicted to nostalgia. Times Past Collectibles in Chicago, Illinois is your primary go-to collectible store to reclaim the toys that drove those memories and experiences. Specializing in action figures from all of your favorite toy lines like Star Wars, G.I. Joe, He-Man, Transformers, Silverhawks, Ghostbusters, TMNT, Mask, and more, get your dose of nostalgia with a shop run by collectors for collectors. Whether you are looking for loose G.I. Joe, Ice Cream Soldier, a packaged Leonardo, recent Star Wars Black Series figures, or an AFA-graded Boba Fett, Times Past Collectibles is bringing you back to your childhood. Visit the shop at 1450 North Ashland Ave in Chicago, just two blocks south of Ashland and North Ave. Call the shop at 847-830-1031 or email timespasscollectibles1982 at gmail.com. You can also find them on Facebook. Just search Times Past Collectibles because, folks, it's past time that you get your collectibles. sentient beings want the latest on everything going on in the transformers multiverse check out the transmissions podcast network we've got weekly podcasts covering everything from alpha trion to omega supreme from old school g1 all the way up to cyberverse and beyond and you don't want to miss empire of rust the world's first and only transformers live play role-playing game podcast if you love transformers there's something for everyone at transmissionspodcast.com Like science fiction? Of course you do, or you wouldn't be listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. 
Well, the Markham 42's Universe Podcast is an award-winning sci-fi radio show that's been around for over 10 years. We cover everything from Doctor Who to the MCU to pop culture and everything in between. A new show drops on Tuesday mornings on the GCRN website and all of the major podcast platforms. So listen to the Marku 42's Universe Podcast from the universe and beyond. Hello, geeks and geekettes. Looking for a podcast that covers a vast array of topics? Then check out Altered Geek Unleashed, where we discuss our thoughts on this week's geeky news, tech, gaming, television shows, movies, cartoons, comics, and more. So, get altered, get geeky with the Altered Geeks, every Friday on the GeekCast Radio Network. Oh, hey, I got something! Since 2009, we have been the premier cartoon podcast here at the GeekCast Radio Network. We are TuneCast, from taking you beyond the cartoons we grew up with to seasonal saucy tune talk, and now we get the origins of Toonsters everywhere as we ask guests... 30 questions about their cartoon watching experiences, plus so much more. Tooncast is back. Join me, TFG and Mike, and the rest of the GCRN crew as we give you all the tune talk you will ever need, only on the GCRN. And wherever you consume your podcasts, we are beyond good, beyond evil, beyond your wildest imagination. We are all tunes all the time here on Tooncast. Yeah. Hey, it's Wes from Popping Off Toys wanted to let you know about PoppingOffToys.com. We can be your number one source for Funko collectible figures to add to your ever-growing collection. If you're in Nashville, Tennessee, we actually have a retail store that you can come by, 5916 Charlotte Pike. And for the rest of us, PoppingOffToys.com is always open, and you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even TikTok. And the name is just simply popping off toys thank you so much and always keep it popping hi i'm dan and i'm the host of the rock nerd radio show which airs live on hudsonriverradio.com every wednesday evening at 8 30 p.m eastern standard time it also gets backed up as a podcast which you can find on your preferred podcasting platform Every week on my show, I talk about all kinds of pop culture. I talk about music. I talk about movies, TV, comics, collectibles, and so much more. I also feature a guest on my show periodically, which you might enjoy. I have a couple of special segments on my show, one called The Cover Song of the Week and My Favorite Thing in the World This Week. If you think this sounds cool, check it out sometime. I hope you do. Because the world needs another movie podcast. The GeekCast Radio Network presents for your listening pleasure, The Cinema Geek. Hosted by Amanda, Kevin, Matt, and Dan. Each week we dive headfirst in the landscape of movies as we discuss movie news, play movie games, go in-depth on reviews, and even have a top ten countdown or two. Also, don't miss our director retrospective series where we review noted director's movies film by film. Bottom line is, if you love movies and love podcasts, you need to experience The Cinema Geek. You can find us on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, or GeekCastRadio.com. Do you like retro cartoons? Then Saturday Morning Rewind is the podcast for you. Join them each month as they talk about classic cartoons and interview legendary voice actors like Jim Cummings. I am the terror that flaps in the night. 
Corey Burton. Sometimes planes can be so flighty. Rob Paulson. Sure, Dwayne, but how are we going to find chaps our size? Nancy Cartwright and many more. Eat my shorts. So grab a bowl of Lucky Charms. Put on your hammer pants. Go to SaturdayMorningRewind.com. And be prepared to feel like a kid again. Once again, that's SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Saturday Morning Rewind was voted best podcast ever by its host, Tim Nidell. So it's got to be good. All right, we're back here on 167 of ToyCast with Steve Megatron. Uh, what parting words would you like to impart on the listeners, sir? I would like to impart, if you have creativity and you have a thought of doing something, you know, especially with your figures or, or whatnot, I would suggest that you just kind of go for it. And if you have an idea in mind uh, that you just kind of just give it a shot. Like I, I go into these when I go to edit them and clean them up and, you know, change their colors or, or redesign parts of them. I go into it thinking, I hope that I don't screw this figure up. And then typically I'm pretty pleased with how they turn out. Yes, absolutely. So just experiment, try and just, you know, see what, you know, do some research, figure out what, you know, if you're trying to create a custom figure or something you saw in a comic and there's not a figure that exists, look for the closest one that you can kind of mess with. Or if you're one of those talented people that has a nice fancy 3d printer, (laughs) you can make your own. Or you can mod parts and build onto them. But, um, you know, modeling clay and paint and, you know, tutorials and uh, photos can uh, be a wonderful tool when you're trying to create something new. Yes. Yes, they can. Except whatever you do, folks, don't use Google Images. Thank you for joining us here on Toycast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or leave feedback for the show, there are several ways to do so. Visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can listen to and comment on all of our content. I'm losing my mind, folks. Losing my mind. Send an email He's to... Losing his mind. Send an email. I'm reaping all the benefits. That's right. Send an email to feedback at geekcastradio.com. You can check us out on all the podcasting clients and all that good stuff and Spotify and whatever else. Follow us on Twitter at GeekCastRio for the network at TFToyCast for the show. I am at TFU and Mike. What is your Twitter? At SCP21. Become a fan on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash GeekCastRio Network. You can also check out ToyCast over there as well. It's the beginning of 2023, folks. It's either the middle or the end of January at this point. I don't know what's coming up next. I'm not sure. I know it's episode 168. That's about all I know. So... <laughs> I don't know. Try to pay homage to a dead actor. Anyway, (laughs) for now, I am TFT and Mike with Steve Megatron. Uh, Join us next time when we'll be talking more toys here on Toycast. Excellent.